All right, man. This is episode number 87 of the Cozy Corner of Cinema. This is being recorded on Tuesday, November 28th, 2023 at 3.16 p.m. And it is quite a breezy, chilly, and especially windy day, I tell you, man. I was walking outside there and the leaves were blowing crazy, man. It's like you watch any of those uh, scenes with the wind going crazy in Bellatar's Satan Tango. It was like that, man. It was wild as hell. So you go out there and you, uh, you know, make sure you're, uh, you know, layering up extra clothing and all that. And you put on that soundtrack, the Satan Tango, to get yourself right in the mindset. And I tell you, man, it'll be transported to a whole, whole other world. But anyways, hope you guys are doing well. I hope you've been using this, uh, the free time if you've had them over the holidays to be getting the work done, getting the job done, to be doing exactly what it is you need to be doing in the set amount of time, because I know I certainly have been. It's been a very, very productive past couple of days, you know, sort of like people talk about on the weekends, oh, what are you going to do this weekend? Oh, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit around or I'm going to go to the store and do nothing. And I'm like, brother, I can't relate to any of that at all. You know, the weekends are just more time to be getting the job done, whatever it is that you need to. I got so much reading to do. I have so much writing to do. I have so much watching to do. And let me tell you, brother, a lot got accomplished. And now returning to work can now reap the benefits and the rewards and keep on moving forward, including recording this episode. It's just been so busy the past couple days that uh, I would have liked to have gotten this episode out earlier, but it just was not going to happen. Yesterday afternoon, I was just trying to get it all together. I was so exhausted, man. I tell you, I was just like, man, this is this is just not going to happen. Not today. It'll have to happen tomorrow. And then I still got to record a new Blu-ray episode. Still got to get things in order for the end of the year. Put some lists together. Um, I got a cool kind of video coming out. At the end of December, a couple of acquaintances and I are going to be doing a uh, little video. Uh, not even a video, it's more, it's a, uh, a, I don't even, you can call it podcast, you can call it radio, you can call it whatever the hell you want, man. But it's going to be on YouTube as well, so that'll be out at the end of next month. We get that all organized, and it's just, you know, with the uh, with the sun going down earlier, and now we have these chilly nights, it's just so great to get into bed and just cozy up with a book, or, you know, fall asleep to, uh, you know, a radio show, or, uh, you know, coast-to-coast uh, uh, coast AM with Art Bell, just hearing these spooky tales of possible extraterrestrial life, or supernatural occurrences, of just what could be out there in the darkness as you, you know, surrender to the slumber under your comfortable blankets and just feel that warmth all around man it's truly one of the one of my favorite times of the year is the winter so it's just the perfect kind of time to get especially get stuff done you know like at night you're not gonna want to be going out it's, it's freezing out man you gotta heat up your car you're just you're doing everything you can to get warm you know i'm gonna stay inside i'm gonna get plenty of writing reading and watching done i'm not gonna be socializing any of that nonsense going out you know it's like people have people need to go on their own paths of their own lives it's like you know let's say you're uh you're running a marathon you got to get trained so what do you got to do to train well you got to exercise maybe you want to uh go to bed early uh or, yeah go to bed early wake up early uh not eat fast food eat right and then you got joe schmo like hey man let's uh you and i let's let's not exercise let's like stay up late let's let's wake up late let's let's eat a bunch of junk food and and you're like oh i'm not doing that i'm, I'm training for a marathon there's no way in hell i'm gonna do that and they're like why well, you're crazy you know what you don't want to do that and that's just how life is many people just go through the daily their daily lives with no kind of aspirations no end goal other than just getting to the end of the work week and sitting in front of the tv and just doing nothing man and if and if that's what they want to do then then god bless you man you know it's your life you can do whatever you want with it but it's important to um associate yourself with people who are going to actually further the conversation 
conversation and further your life in a positive way, you know. I mean, I mean, like, took, like, in, um, thinking recently, you know, a, a good acquaintance of mine gave me a book, and now in that book, uh, there's about 15 titles I wrote down I hadn't even heard of before. These, uh, you know, uh, 50s and 60s kind of softcore films. Actually, it's more like 60s and 70s, I should really say. And, you know, because that, uh, you know, because that acquaintance has given me that book, as gracious as gifted to me, and I have these films written down, this person has had a positive impact on my life. And these are the kinds of people whom, you know, you actually have me- deep, meaningful conversations with. You're going to discuss art and literature and whatever else it might be. You're not just... Going from the milieu of, oh, what did you do this weekend? No, oh, you know, I went to the store, I looked around, and, you know, then I, I came home and did nothing. I watched, you know, TV, and, oh, that's great, man, what did you do? Oh, you know, I just did nothing as well. You know, a weekend goes by so fast, it's like, brother, if that's what you want to do, God bless you, but no way, man. Absolutely not. Life is way, way too short for any of that kind of nonsense. When you get to the end of your life, you're not going to be talking about all the fun times you had sitting around staring at the wall. I mean, if that's what your life's goal is, then, hey, God bless you. You know, you're, you're achieving something that we all hope to, and that is pure nirvana. But, uh, yeah, you ain't going to be fine to be doing that. No chance, no how. Not dealing with any of that nonsense. Um, but with this past uh, weekend, you know, Black Friday was uh, just the other day. So plenty of websites, you know, releasing an upcoming slate of titles a lot of the big ones, you got Vinegar Syndrome putting out a lot of good stuff, uh, Severance announcements, uh, TerraVision was having a sale, and of course Criterion still having their November sale going on until the end of the month, so if there are some titles that uh, you haven't gotten yet, well brother, you better do it pretty soon, you only got a couple of days to do it, because uh, you know, they didn't have to wait till July, and there's no shortage of quality um, films to choose from, I'm sure you can probably find many, many good you know videos of People recommending you stuff and all that, and it's good to you know it's good to, to talk to acquaintances, get films recommendations, you know about that kind of stuff. Because even recently, the other day, I'm looking at Vinegar Syndrome's uh, new titles that they're, that are being released, and I see that they're they're putting out the Untold Story too. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm a huge fan of the first Untold Story. I, you know, I hadn't seen two or three. Uh, they're just releasing two, as far as talking to an acquaintance, I'm like, hey man, have you seen The Untold Story 2? Is it worth purchasing? And, and my man had nothing but positive things to say about it. He said, I really liked it. I think it's a great film. And I was like, you know what, man? That's great. I, and because of that, I picked it up. Now, if he said it was terrible, I didn't like it at all, does that mean I wouldn't have picked it up? Well, of course not, man. You know, if you got to go your own path. But, it's, you know, it's good to uh, get some perspective, get some... Here I am not... I'm not muting my phone. It happens every time. It, uh, but, you know, this person's a positive effect in my life, and now I'm purchasing it, and now I'm looking forward to eventually watching it, man. Here's the people who I talk about, you know, associating with. You know, it's, it's one thing to, to be polite. You know, you always be polite. You know, small talk is fine. That's one thing. You're talking to your coworkers. You know, it's, it's general, you know, just being polite. If you're going to the grocery store, you know, and you're talking to the cashier, you want to be polite to them. You want to say, hey, how's your day been going? You know, thank you, you know, for bagging and all that good stuff. You don't want to be a jerk. You know, no one wants to deal with those kind of people. Um, But in your personal life, man, if somebody's like, hey, man, I know you're working on your life's dreams and your life's ambitions, but let's go out to a restaurant and let's go eat food and let's go to a pub and drink beers and, and, you know, it's like whiplash. I say, hell no, man. Is something productive going to happen out of that? Are we going to have productive conversation about, you know, life's ambitions, life's dreams? No. Nine times out of ten, the people that, you know, you you end up meeting, they just, it's like, it's like empty up there, man. It's like, it's like TV static. It's like you ask them about X, Y, or Z. They don't know what they're talking about. They're talking about what do you want to do, you know, what are you trying to achieve with this life? 
and they're telling you like, what the hell are you talking about? You might as well be foreigner to them, you know. But that vinegar syndrome, uh, that title, those title announcements were great. Uh, it was great to see Melusine. Uh, as I say, Melusine, I, I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly. Or Melusine, they're putting out uh, Deep Inside Andy Sprinkle. Uh, that's uh, a film that I had watched for the first time last year. And uh, was such an interesting adult film. I think Annie Sprinkle is such an interesting performer in the way that the uh, film is structured. It's, it's one of a kind. It's just been one that's really been on my mind since I had seen it. And um, that was just so great to see them putting out a Blu-ray of that. And uh, especially with a new commentary from Annie Sprinkle, who's thankfully still with us. You know, a lot of the performers from that era, era just are not uh, around with us anymore. But thankfully, she still is. And, uh, you know, I, I think she's active on social media and stuff. I, I don't know. Um but yeah, definitely. We'll already ordered that, so looking forward to getting that in the mail. And we'll definitely listen to that commentary soon for sure. It's, it's just such a solid announcement for sure. This is it's just uh, speaking of which, I mean, it was great to see Redneck Zombies getting a Blu-ray. It's funny. I was just talking with somebody not even that long ago about we were talking about Cannibal Campout needing a Blu-ray, and then like within a week or so, Terrorvision had announced a Blu-ray of it. Uh, and that's just one of my favorite shot on video films, but I just I still haven't picked it up. Um, it's just one of these titles that uh, I keep meaning to. I just haven't yet. Other uh, uh, titles have have taken uh, uh, precedence over it. And um, yes, yeah, so we're uh, you know we're, somebody else was talking about Redneck Zombies needing a Blu-ray, and, and lo and behold, there we go. Redneck Zombies is such a fun, uh, ridiculous movie. It's just it's just so over the top and so goofy. You're either going to be really into it. It's going to be your kind of humor, you know. And I, I love really goofy, just good, dumb, kind of ridiculous stuff like that. And it's just, it's a really fun movie. Um, so I definitely ordered that for sure. I don't even remember what else I ordered. I, I got, I'm, you know, subscriber, so I got the main titles. Uh, I, I also grabbed, I'm trying to think, I grabbed Daryl, uh, which was a v, uh, VSU. I grabbed, um, I guess I could look at my receipt, but I guess maybe, you know, it's actually, it's actually kind of enjoyable if you don't fully remember what you get, because then when you get the package, it's just like, oh, that's great. I forgot I even got this, because I ordered some of the, uh, the OCN titles um last month so yeah i don't even remember fully what i got but that's all right when the package comes it'll be it'll be awesome it's like it's a lot of fun uh so it's great man just a lot of good stuff um it, it's just great to see all these companies putting out really exceptional titles people you know it's just such a joyous joyous occasion everybody's getting excited saying oh that's so cool they're putting out this film oh hey have you guys heard of this one? Oh no i haven't i haven't seen that one any recommendations on that it's just it's just so great man i tell you before an acquaintance tell me about untold story too it's like these are the people whom enrich your life it, it, you know just people who are passionate about their craft about their art who who actually want to do something with it and i just sit around and you know drink beer and smoke dope and, and just watch tv all day you know those to each their own, but I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be doing that, brother. You know. At the end of the night, end of the night, I'm be watching a film where I'm be getting some writing done, getting some reading done. Which, by the way, writing has been going fantastically. I've been in the throes of a new project. I've been so enthusiastic about, and um, it's just been going so smoothly, man. Smooth like butter. You know, a couple a couple hiccups on the way, but but overall, it's just such a great feeling to really just kind of be almost overwhelmed by the joys of getting something like this out. It's just such a fantastic kind of prospect to have, and something that really kind of keeps you going forward. But but this is. Uh, the Cozy Corner of Cinema, so I'll talk about some films that uh, are worth mentioning of recent and, and some films in relation to that. So um, what do I got here, man? Because uh, with the end of the year approaching, I like to put together sort of a first-time watches slash discoveries uh, list, you know, f about 50 or so films uh, in that given year that I, uh, as would suggest, yeah, you haven't 
seen before uh, and are either discoveries or just, you know, films that I was just like, wow, I finally saw that. And I try, I try to exclude, uh, uh, I, don't, I don't even want to say obvious because that's not, that's, in, that's an inappropriate kind of word to use. But, it, you know, there are plenty of classic major films that I have not seen yet. So I would, I would refrain from putting those on. However, it's all subjective because then there are some films that I have seen for the first time this year that are, that are classics within their type, within their, not even their genre, but you know, of a certain filmmaker or of a certain, you know, uh, kind of film. So it's all subjective. People have their own ways of doing it. I just like to, uh, kind of steer a little bit away from the bigger kind of choices, but I've just seen so many, uh, terrific films this year. Every year, my, my goal is to reach at least 1,000 viewings because, um, you know, in that time, there's going to be rewatches, there'll be short films, there'll, there'll be all that. So I'm, I'm just about there for that, though. Uh, I'm at 900... <clears throat> on Letterboxd, I'm at 994 diary entries. So that's viewings right now. So that'll be done tomorrow or two days, one of the two, if I'm focused on getting those done. And, then, you know, once, the, once I have that, then I can take a back seat to the rest of the year with everything else needs to be accomplished, but also keeping sort of a steady pace of that. I don't, you know, you don't want to fall behind sort of the stuff. I mean, films and, and watching these films is, is, a, is ritualistic. So you want to keep up with the rituals, keep up with your patterns. That's how we make ourselves the people that we are by following whatever it is that we follow, you know, our rituals, uh, our, our day-to-day routines, whatever it may be. That makes us all unique, you know? But yeah, plenty of great stuff to watch. And, um, I recently watched a film from 2021. Uh, Let me pull this up here. Because I watched this film on Canopy. And then I saw a movie posted about it. And I was like, oh, I should, I should mention that on the show. It's a documentary. I won't, go, I won't talk a whole lot about it. Because uh, there's a lot that can be drawn from it. But then there's also a lot that you can sort of just take at surface level. And this is from director Andrea Arnold. Is that how you say it? Andrea Arnold, or Andrea? Yeah, Andrea. Andrea Arnold, who's directed, I believe this might have been her first documentary. I want to double-check that, because I primarily know her as a feature film director. Um, okay, so this month, I don't know if this is her first documentary or not, but I think this is her first feature documentary, because there are some shorts here that I am not sure. She did one called Dog. In- okay, now that is a drama okay but uh she directed a film in 2009 i really like a lot a film from england called fish tank uh that stars katie jarvis and michael fassbender and actually speaking of which with the killer recently there you go there's your connection and that's a very solid film as well sort of about this um teenage girl living in i forgot part of england she was living in um and the She's going through her, her adolescence and, and getting, you know, she's being very moody and she has a crush on her ma's new boyfriend, but then Michael Fassbender, very good film, uh, very fly on the wall sort of uh, uh, direct, directed uh, kind of sequences that can be uncomfortable, but but are very good as well. Uh, and then she went on to direct Withering Heights, an adaptation from 2011, um, the film American Honey from 2016, and then she did some TV after the fact. She did I Love Dick, Transparent, and Big Little Lies. And this was her documentary from 2021, simply titled Cow. And it's a very simple uh, premise right here. And uh, the, the premise on IMDb is simply that a close-up portrait of the daily lives of two cows. And it's a film that, now, you know, I always talk about 
how much I love documentaries. I, I've still been trying to think of something to kind of incorporate documentaries as the primary focal point of discussion onto the show, and perhaps that will come at some point. But, you know, I, I watched this film the other day, and it's just really sitting with me in a positive way. I think that this is a film that... You know, just the, simply the idea of just following these cows. I mean, I really, I mainly follow one cow. Not even that long into the film, it becomes evident that it's really the, the focus of the of it. But it's it's one thing to just say, okay, we're gonna follow the life of this cow on this farm in England, um, and sort of the processes that it goes through. You know, it's sort of how they get fed, the the milking process and stuff, and that's all fascinating. But I, the way that this film is shot, there's so much more attention to detail rather than just observing it in a cinema verite sort of fashion. The way that, now I want to make sure I have some of the cast right on this, or I should say some of the crew, the cast would imply actors, and because um, uh, actually it, it feels very isolated, but, but quite a, quite a uh, good amount of people did work on the film, so I don't know who exactly was the camera operator on this, so I do want to apologize, I don't want to give all of the credit just to Andrea Arnold, because a film is not simply a one-man job, it is, a, it is a casting crew of people who put it all together and make the final product, but there are, let me get some of this coffee, sorry, one second, really exceptionally shot moments that are intentional, up-close shots with uh, the cow with the sky behind them, they choose to film it sort of low. Uh, there's one sequence intentionally that they choose to shoot a bit of a distance away that is very impactful in the in what is in the frame. And it's all incredibly fascinating, man. There's no dialogue. We're just following these cows. I don't even think there's a soundtrack to the film. It is just a beautiful film, man. And it's a film that is it's going to let you draw your own conclusions on this film because I think if you try to recommend this to somebody, they may get an idea of what this film is because you know you watch like anytime you're talking you know you're talking about animals on a farm or anything like that i think you're expecting one thing and this really isn't that i mean this is you know whichever whichever conclusion you want to draw from this is going to be completely yours and and i i don't i didn't i haven't watched any interviews i haven't listened to interviews with um Andrea Arnold on what exactly her intentions are. You can get your own intention or your own conclusions from the film, but I thought this was a it was a touching film. It was a sad film. It was a completely engaging, and you know it's an hour and a half. And I watched this late at night um, before I went to bed, and I was just just really just kept thinking about this film. I think this is so beautifully directed, and uh, it's funny. You know, I'm talking about a film like EO recently from Jerzy Skolomowski. And some of the shots in that, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a narrative feature film. That's not a documentary. But just, you know, having it, this animal be the main character. And now with that film, I believe they went through four or five different donkeys. It's actually some, I forgot which interview I listened to with Scott Lomowski. He was talking about the frustration at dealing with the donkeys, man. He's been doing this for decades now. Just the pure frustration that comes from that. They always say, don't, don't work with kids and animals, man. They're going to be a pain in the ass. But uh, no pun intended there, that donkey. Like I said, I saw a movie posted about this like a couple days after I watched this on Canopy, which uh, Canopy is just such a great source for um, documentaries, especially. And actually, speaking of which, I saw that Brian Sauer had watched a documentary on that he to, that he logged on Letterboxd recently. 
that I definitely wanted to watch from Frederick Wiseman, Meat from 1976. It says, Meat traces the process through which cattle and sheep become consumer goods. It depicts the processing and transportation of meat products by a highly automated packing plant, illustrating important points and problems of the area of production, transportation, logistics, equipment, design, time, motion, study, and labor management. And Frederick Wiseman is just one of the strongest documentary filmmakers ever. Uh, by saying nothing, he says everything. And, and that is definitely, definitely going to be watched. And I, I, I imagine it has to be on Canopy. I don't think all of his documentaries are, but I've seen quite a bit of them on there. Let me actually pull that up right here. I have the app right here. Can I look? Look at that. Is this the one? Directed by, yes, Frederick Wiseman, 1976. That is fantastic. I will definitely be watched at some point. I don't, I'm not crazy about Canopy's new system, though, I gotta say. They, they used to have... I think some libraries you connect to, you get more passes than others. Because I, I, the library I connect to gives me essentially 20 passes or 20 watches. But then I was listening to somebody else, to, somebody else talk, and they said they only get – or listening to somebody else on a podcast. And they had mentioned they only got 10. So I don't know how exactly it um, goes. But this it's a weird thing now where it's – now they do it by tickets. So, like, here it says watch now, two tickets, 72-hour access. Um, so, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know how that works, man. Um, I mean, I, I, I got plenty of tickets left, so I'm not really too concerned. I, this is not my primary um, way I watch stuff. But yeah, I mean, on Canopy, I mean, Fre- Frederick Wiseman's stuff alone is is worth joining Canopy for. I mean, it's free through your library, man. You just go there, grab a book, grab a film while you're at it, get a library card, and go online and sign up, man, because his films have been, they're available, but they're expensive, which is a problem. And, you know, uh, his films are, are such that I, I can't imagine myself rewatching many, many times, um, unless there was some sort of contextual reason for that. But, um, there was a, cause I'm trying to think, I've only seen maybe a couple of his films. Titica Follies, I've seen. High School, I've seen. Um, I've seen Model. I've seen, I think I've seen Model actually. I've seen The Store. Um, but there are just so, so many on here. I mean, and th- I like all those documentaries too. They're all good. I mean, High School and, oh, and Hospital as well, I have seen. Or no, wait. Yes, I get Hospital and Near Death mixed up. Near Death was brought up in the Killing for Culture book. Um, and that's a bit of a long one. That's a little under six hours, but that will absolutely be watched at some point. The hospital was fantastic. That was that was excellent. And his most recent one, City Hall from 2020, which is about a little over four and a half hours, will be watched at some point. But I'm looking here. It's in Jackson Heights and Welfare, uh, Near Death, Ballet, National Gallery, um, Central Park, Public Housing, High School 2, as, uh, a scene or ascent, yeah. Uh, Aspen, domestic violence, juvenile court, basic training, missile law and order, Sinai, field mission, racetrack, canal zone, boxing gym, def. You know, I, there's so many here. I'm not even gonna go through them all. So, anyways, to, to beat that point home, get on camping, man. Watch some of these documentaries. It's great. And keep on keep an eye on the runtime too, man, because. Uh, recently, I was watching. Uh, I was uh, I had time for one more film and. I had been wanting to watch The Act of Killing for many, many years now. And I had the opportunity. I go on IMDb. It said like an hour 50. I'm like, that's perfect. You know, that gives me that because I was watching before I go to bed. Like, I watch this and then I'll have another hour to write and then I'll be off to bed. And I'm watching the film. I go on Peacock. I see, and I, I see it's on Peacock. So I go there, I press play. And I'm watching the film and I'm completely engaged. It was a fantastic documentary. Uh, about this massacre that happened and these filmmakers that go over there. I mean, it's been talked about, so I'm not going to go into the whole plot, but basically, you know, they go over there and they basically kind of, uh, uh, they're doing a, a, a recreation of these events from the people who, uh, 
were the ones who massacred them and, and uh the 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 moral conundrums that that come with it. i mean it's been talked about a bunch uh it's a it's a fantastic documentary they did a follow-up um uh, what was it called? The Look of Silence, I believe what it was called. Anyway, so I'm watching this film, and I'm completely engaged. But, you know, if you know a film is a certain runtime, at a certain point, I'm thinking, uh, man, are we going to wrap this up? This is this is two hours. I feel like we're still in the throes of this story. And uh, so we eventually get to the, the ending, of course. I mean, it's got to end at some point. And I'm like, gosh, that... That was, a, that was a really great film, but that felt long, man. How, how, that was an hour 50, and I look, and I don't know why IMDb listed it as such, because it was not an hour 50, it was actually just under three hours, so there goes my writing for the night. It was like two hours and 40-something. Now, if I knew it was that, uh, I would not have watched it that night, because I needed to get some writing done, but uh, I guess God out there, you know, he wanted me to watch this film, and, and I have, and now I can spread it on to you, and maybe you're like, oh my gosh, now I'm going to watch this film as well, and the look of silence will be watched as well, so yeah, you got to keep an eye off that sort of thing. Even yesterday, I was looking up, uh, I had a film on my on my watch list called uh, Beyond the Law, and I'm like, and there's so many films called Beyond the Law, there's one with like Charlie Sheen, I'm like, is this the one I wrote down? I don't I don't know if this was the one I wrote down, so I'm looking, I, and I write the run times down to all the films, so I know which ones to watch, which ones I don't, and, I'm, and none of the run times are connecting, and I'm like, all right, well, I think it might be this one, this one by Mr. Norman Mailer, but IMDb says an hour 50 minutes, that can't be right, so I go on the Criterion channel, and I see it's the run time that I had written, which was an hour 38, so I don't know if it's another version or what, man, but yeah, that got watched as well, so now I've seen... Uh, I think all of his films, because uh, he only did a couple, to my knowledge. Yeah, so I guess I have seen all of his films. Wild 90, Beyond the Law, Maidstone, and Tough Guys Don't Dance. And I'm laughing I'm looking at the IMDb rating here. They're all very low. You know? I mean, I, uh, I wasn't... Beyond the Law, I, I wasn't really big on, but I mean, I, I like Tough Guys Don't Dance. It's a very specific kind of film. Uh, Maidstone is probably my favorite of his work. Um, and Wild 90, I, I, I think, is, is decent. But yeah, I mean, his... Those three films in particular, I think, are a little trickier to to get into. And, and maybe it does help that I had some context with that terrific, terrific book, um, A Double Life. It was just one of the one of the highlights of this year was reading uh, – like that was like a 900-page biography on him. And it was – you know, with context, uh, it, it definitely helps. Um, but if, you know, a companion film as well, as someone mentioned before, Town Bloody Hall, a great documentary about uh, Norm Mailer uh, at this – conference uh clashing against uh these five feminists who had some criticism of some of his writing and some of his ideologies but it's a very it's a very good documentary as well and it's not what you think it's actually it was because of that documentary that it that had me interested in norm mailer because it was just not what i was expecting out of that documentary it was it was very surprisingly very humorous and uh just the way that they chew they chose to film certain things and, and the frustration of some of the uh the people involved it's, it was very enjoyable I, I really like that documentary a lot so it all connects so yeah check them out man check out that uh, that criterion dvd box set it has wild 90 beyond the law in maidstone it's just funny because i uh I, I was already on the criterion channel and i was like i guess i'll just, I'll just watch beyond the law here i even though i have that in that collection so i could have easily put in the DVD, but at that point, it was it was unnecessary to, to switch and turn on the player, put in the disc, and go to the menu, hit play, get through the intro, and then watch it. I'm just, when I'm, my finger is already on the trigger to press play, it's just, 
There's just no reason for it, man. There's just uh, no reason for that kind of nonsense. But anyways, I'm going to be wrapping this up here, guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you all have a fantastic rest of your week. Stay warm. Drink hot beverages. Focus, focus, focus on the work. Get rid of all the social nonsense. You know, Surround yourself with good people who are actually going to have good, productive conversations with you, man, that will enrich your life and make you a better person and help you work towards your hopes and dreams. All right, that's all I got. Thank you uh, for listening.